Before we get into the episode, head on over to RighteousFelon.com for all your favorite beef jerky flavors. I'd recommend starting off with the whole shebang craft jerky gift bundle. The jerky is smoky and savory, spicy and sweet. All of your favorites, all in one variety pack. Use promo code OCSN, all lowercase, to get 15% off at checkout. Don't miss this great opportunity. Go to RighteousFelon.com today. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ice Cold Takes podcast. I am your host, Joey DiMaglio, and Chris Drury and the New York Rangers did the unthinkable on Tuesday. Not only did they acquire Vladimir Tarasenko last month, they went out and got Patrick Kane from the Chicago Blackhawks. Yes, the Patrick Kane, future Hall of Famer, three-time Stanley Cup champion, Patrick Kane. He is a New York Ranger, at least for this remaining portion of the season. There's lots to talk about today. I have Nick, a.k.a. C-Jets, and Core Python with me once again. The boys, what's going on, fellas? How we feeling? It's showtime on Broadway. What else could I say right now? It's showtime yeah. on Broadway. Hells yes. Hyped up. Hyped up. Oh my gosh. I went to the game last night thinking I was going to witness Patrick Kane's debut in a Rangers jersey in Philly, a.k.a. the Rangers second Madison Square Garden, the Wells Fargo Center, and it didn't happen. Um, The Rangers sent him to New York. I think he was talking in his press conference today. His sister actually had a baby yesterday. And we're actually going to release this episode. We're going to release this today. I'm going all out. We're going today. We're releasing this today. You don't have to wait till Saturday. Um, But obviously, super excited. If you missed the full trade, um, I'll give you the big, the the key components of it. So basically, the Rangers had a three-team trade. Here's what happened. The Rangers traded a conditional 2023 second-round pick, which turns into a 2024 or 2025 first if the Rangers win two rounds this year and a 2023 fourth-round pick to the Blackhawks for Patrick Kane with 75% of his contract in total retained across the two teams, 50% by Chicago, 25% by Arizona, which acquired a 2025 third-round pick from the Rangers. Uh, Reactions, guys, what do we we think? Uh, Python, what 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 was the reaction from you when you heard the details of the trade? I was stunned that they didn't give up at least one prospect i thought for sure jones or someone was going to go in the deal some prospect i was stunned when they announced that there was no prospects in the deal and it was just draft picks which i'm not complaining about at all but i was just surprised by that but you get him for essentially peanuts and that first round pick i think it's most likely going to become a first round pick there the conditional second so yeah, let's hope. But I, I mean, you get this guy in your top six, and it easily makes it the best top six in the entire league. I don't think it's a debate. You can maybe argue New Jersey after adding Timo Meyer, but I like the Rangers' top six more. I really do. Yeah, man. There's nothing to complain about there. Nick, what did you think, dude? Just going off of what he said, we got. Forget forget Patrick Kane to pass. Even Patrick Kane today, who's not even a point-per-game player, is close to it. We got Patrick freaking Kane without pulling from our current system. I mean, that is – that's I think it's unreal. It's a masterclass by Drury. It's a masterclass by Patrick Kane 
waving that no movement clause around it. Oh, it just worked out freaking perfect. Seriously, I mean, I, I was I was detrimentally afraid that Zach Jones was going to be going the other way because I really do think Zach Jones is going to be a great NHL player, whether it's with the Rangers or somebody else. And the fact that we were able to hold on to him, hold on to Cooley, Berard, and all these other prospects that were theorized to go the other way is absolutely huge. If there was if there was going to be a prospect to go in this trade, it wasn't going to be often. It was going to be like Berard or Will Cooley. It wasn't even like Matthew Robertson. Like I'm talking like fringe B level prospects. Like that's the it's insane how Drury was able to fleece Chicago. And the big the best part of all of this, the best part is Drury retained the 20, the remaining 2023 first-round draft pick. You see all these other teams are giving up their 2023 first-round pick for, for players, for Chikrin, for uh, um, who, who was it? Ronick. Ronick got traded. The, the Canucks traded their, their second first-rounder that they got from the Islanders. Drury mm-hmm. said no to that, and that is a huge, huge deal because they could build the pipeline. Any player that the Rangers get with that pick, is probably going to be a good is already a good player now. They just not need to not drop the ball in in for once, please. Um I was I was more excited that that conditional pick turned into a first for next year or the following year than I was about the trade even going through because everybody, let's be honest, everybody knew Kane was going to come to the Rangers. Yeah. He forced his way there. Once they started scratching Krabsov and Lecision and waving them we knew that the the thing was in motion. That jury saw the opportunity and he was going to take it. And I laid this opportunity, this exact scenario, out in October, but it was so unrealistic at the time that I didn't even bother, didn't even bother to consider that it would actually happen. I completely subdued it throughout the season. So yeah, I was wrong. You could call it a melted take if you want. Or you could even call it an ice cold take for it being right all the way back in October. But yeah, Patrick Kane is a Ranger. There is uh, there's a lot of firepower on this team. I saw Ryan Callahan was talking. Python, you said it that this is the best top six in in the league. It's got to be. Yeah, a thousand percent. And I I can't believe too that it actually happened. The scenario that I was saying the entire time was the only way I would take Patrick Kane on the Rangers. I never thought going into a bidding war was going to be the smart route. And I always said, if he wanted to only be a Ranger and a Ranger only, then yeah, uh, I'm picking up Patrick Kane from the airport because it's a no brainer to get this guy on your team. When he only wants to be a New York Ranger, you were going to get him for peanuts. And you didn't, you didn't want him to begin with originally. I know you wanted Meyer. Yeah, I was all for TMO time, but I really thought that was going to be a bidding war for Patrick Kane. He was going to be willing to go elsewhere, but I was wrong. I was definitely wrong. Nick, what did you think of that? Well, I mean, us three sitting inside the garden, TMO time versus Showtime. Nice little throwback right there. <laughs> I, obviously, Timo Meyer would have been great, but like like we all talked about, just via text or on Twitter or whatever it was, getting um, getting Timo Meyer was probably going to be a one-year trade him with the draft type deal. This might be stretching a bit. He hasn't even played a game yet, but is there a chance Patrick Kane resigns for pennies on the dollar and sticks around? If he really wanted to be here that bad, what are the odds he goes back to Chicago to lose again to repeat this next deadline? 
I I don't I can't see him going back to Chicago. Um, yeah. And and he doesn't want he didn't want to be anywhere else. It's, I, I it, would say if you were going to make a betting line, uh, who is more likely to take a massive discount to stay with the Rangers, Tarasenko or Patrick Kane? I would bet my entire bank account on Patrick Kane being the one to take a right. discount to stick around. I think you're right about that because Tarasenko is, is three years younger and he has mm-hmm. everything to play for in his career. Like he has one cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like. Oh, I love Tarasenko so much. He's such a humble athlete. He's <sighs> he had a hell of a game last night, man. Oh my gosh, I'm going to like. I wish the Rangers could keep him all. I really, I wish it. I wish it could happen. I wish it could happen. But I not gonna impossible. Have to agree, I'm gonna have to agree with you there that you know unless unless uh, he takes a massive pay cut, then Kane is more likely of the two to stay with the with the Rangers in the off season. I think. It, he might even do a Giordano type type move. It, it depends on how this season goes, but I'm calling it right here, right now, Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. This is it. the year, boys. This is the year. In the beginning of the season, when the Rangers were struggling, before Trooper threw his helmet, people were flipping out, going crazy. Oh, Trooper's a pylon. He can't do this. He's so bad. And I called out the fan base for not having faith in them. And look at us now. Look at us now. I said we'd be competing for a playoff spot. I'll see you in April when we're in the playoffs. And look at this. We're going to be playing the Devils. This is the year. This is the year, guys. This is it. This is special. I, I, I can't I, – I don't know what it is, but more so than last year, more than 2014-15, more than 13-14, uh, this year, this group of guys is, is unbelievable. Like, it's just that that first round matchup is what is scaring me the most against the Devils. Let's talk about that, guys. All right. Well, I got to just say right now that I am not worried about the New Jersey Devils. I'm going to say it. I've been arguing with Devil fans in my chat recently, and I'm not scared because, listen, I don't think they're going to walk all over the New Jersey Devils like some Devil fans think they're going to walk all over the New York Rangers. I think that's absolute nonsense that they think that, but... My reasoning as to why I'm not scared of the Devils is because the Devils play a very run-and-gun heavy style of hockey, and come playoff time, that's not going to fly, and I think that the Rangers are not going to allow that given the fact that they have that playoff experience and they know what to do in those tight situations. So if they want to play that type of game, then okay, the Rangers could just stifle that defensively. But if we do want to match that run run and gun style game that the Devils do play, I think that the Rangers could outclass the Devils in that, given the fact that they have the deeper forward group. So I'm not really worried about the New Jersey Devils as much as some people are, even after them adding Timo Meyer. I'm definitely more worried about them than Carolina. I will say that. But I still have confidence that the Rangers could handle New Jersey. What do you think, Nick? I think no matter what, there is no such thing as an easy playoff matchup this playoffs. I definitely agree with what he says, man. Like, as we learned in playoffs past, the playoffs used to be like, who's the tougher team? Who can bang you down low? Who could stop you on the, this, that, and the other thing? But, I mean, look at all the recent cup winners. They're the fastest and most skilled teams. Speed and youth has been killing in the playoffs. Last year against Tampa Bay, we won the first two games. What happened game three, four, five, and six? We just we ran out of energy. We slowed down. We were just stymied. We had no energy going forward. Forget the hitting and forget all of that because that didn't help us. Because when we slowed down offensively, we tried to throw the body, get physical with them, and it just didn't work because they just skated around us. This time around, listen, no offense to Andrew Kopp, no offense to Frank Retrano, but if I was going to tell you, okay, you have to pick between Patrick Kane and Vladimir Tarasenko 
or Andrew Kopp and Frank Vitrano. I- I'm going to tell you right now, I-, I think everybody in the world is going to take Tarasenko and Kane over Vitrano and Kopp. No offense to them, but let's be realistic here. The Rangers are faster. They're, they're much more skilled. And they've got guys that have won. Kane's won three cups. Tarasenko's won a cup. They've They've been through the grind. They know what it's going to take to win. They're not going to blow their load in the first period, the second period, the first round, the second round. They know what it takes to win. They're going to share that knowledge with the youth of the team who had a pretty far run last year. You could argue this team is pretty damn well experienced, a lot more than the Devils are. And I'm like jittery. I'm like ready to get the regular season over with so we can just dive into these playoffs and watch this team go on a freaking run. I'm so ready for it. And I want Patrick Kane to shut all these devil fans up that are saying that he's watched. I want it more than anything. Did you guys see him taking clappers in practice? The one tease? Oh my gosh. It was like he hit, he nailed every single one. This is no like crab soft, you know, just getting a feel for the shot. No, no, no. Patrick Kane is here and he means business. Like that is, I see that like the focus, the, the shot power, the bar downness. Oh my God. That's like unbelievable. Uh, and Nick, to your point about, you know, running out of gas, uh, like the Rangers also ran out of gas in 2014-15, same exact way against Tampa Bay, which sucks. Uh, so conditioning is going to be huge for, for the Rangers. They've got to be able to to skate and, and keep going even when, when they're down. And look at it right now. Look at it right now. They're playing with five defensemen. Lindgren is still out of the lineup and Miller is suspended. They won the last two games. Like, the game against the Kings, that does not happen normally. I have never seen that. 11 forwards, 10 at, a, at one point, and five defensemen, and or four defensemen, and you win the game convincingly. Same thing again last night. They look slow because they look tired. Uh, they're, they're running around with Harper playing 30 minutes a game. And look at Harper. Harper's doing – he's not doing a horrible job. Like, the team is, like, playing together – Shesterkin's doing well back there now. He seems to have found his groove. But, like, I did not think the Rangers were going to win that game last night. What did you guys think from watching that? I didn't think so either. Um, Well, not going into the game, I thought they were going to win. But, like, as the game was going on, I thought that there were uh, definitely moments that got a bit shaky. That second period last night was just not good enough. And things like that can't happen. But I thought they played a solid game the majority of the way. I thought... 40 minutes of dominance from the Rangers, but that second period against a better team, I think that they're going to take advantage more than the Flyers did. You had Owen Tippett get at least like 50 opportunities in front of the net alone, missed the net on the majority of them. So against a good team, that's a little concerning to think about, but I think that last night the Rangers were the better team the majority of the game. What do you think, Nick? I think what was absolutely wild about that game, despite us having less skaters than them, we played that game so smart in that we won the war of attrition. And that third period, and even the overtime, I don't really, aside from a few tippet chances and a couple other chances from the Flyers, I don't really recall any sustained pressure from the Flyers in the third period or overtime. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the hell we did it. I mean, this this could be a nod to Galan, or it could be a nod to the group of, of skaters the Rangers have on this team, but they were smart enough to where, listen, that second period was something to forget about for sure. But, I mean... In hockey, like we just talked about getting tired in the playoffs. The war of attrition is a true thing in sports. And we won the war of attrition the other night against our uh, last night against the Philadelphia Flyers. And it showed they were exhausted and we had nothing but tempo and late in the third period and that overtime. We own them. I give them props for I give the Rangers props for not packing their bags up and, and going home. Like even as as a fan, I never, never, ever count my team out. But like 
it felt it felt like they were gassed. Uh, even though they had two days off, it felt like all right, you know, don't win this. If you don't have, if you can't win this one, just come back tomorrow and win and win and win the game against Ottawa. They they proved me wrong yet again. The Rangers proved me wrong, and uh, they showed up in the third period. The second period was the ice was completely tilted in their in their, in their zone. It was you know they couldn't get the puck out. There was that was sustained pressure, and it didn't help that they took a lot of penalties in the first period. They the Flyers spent like five minutes in the first period on the power play, which is which is nuts. Like you can't do that against a good team, of course. Like this is stuff that that's why these games still matter. Like the last. 20 or so games of the regular season to iron out your kinks. Get all the mistakes out now, Shesterkin. Get all those mistakes out now. I'd rather you do it right now than go on that tear, go on that that slump in, in the playoffs. You know, we're Mets fans. We've seen it. Um, but yeah, like this is this is what they, they got to do. They have to, you know, stay together as a group. And I, I've been so impressed. That, might, that game Sunday against the Kings, oh my God, like that might have been the smartest game of hockey i've seen the rangers play in a long time like they really really bought in together and they they shut it down it got a little dicey when they when the kings made it three two but then after that panarin made up for it with the goal like maybe a few minutes after like that was that was great but and now tarasenko starting to find his his mojo like uh man there's this is this is exciting this is dangerous like there's we haven't even talked about like line combinations or the power play and stuff like that. I mean, last night they had Zibanejad in the slot. They had Zibanejad in the slot, Panarin and Zibanejad spot, and then Tarasenko in Panarin's usual spot. Like, where do you th- where do, where does Kane fit in all of this? What do what do we think, boys? Uh, I mean, I'm sorry to Tarasenko. He had a great game yesterday, but Patrick Kane has to be on power play one. I think that it would be a disgrace to not have him up there. And it just sucks because there's no room for him. And it sucks too that someone on power play two is going to have to come off because I like both Kako and Lafreniere on that second power play unit. But the reality is one of them's going to have to come off because you're probably looking at Kane, Panarin, Kreider, Zibanejad, Fox as your first unit. Second unit, you're going to have Trocek, Tarasenko, Miller will probably quarterback that. Heedle's got to be there. And then it's going to be one of Kako or Lafreniere. I don't know which way they're going to go about it, but... Regardless, you have two great power play units, which is also something that the Rangers lacked last season. And even after adding Cop and Vitrano, sure, the second unit was better, but Gallant didn't trust them enough to have them out there for half the power play and the first unit out there for the other half. Now you have two units that you could trust out there. And even if you want to, you could, if you feel there's too many cooks in the kitchen, you could split things up a bit. You could put Panarin on the second unit with uh Tarasenko and maybe put heat on power play one you have different combinations mm-hmm. you could go yeah. with here yeah yeah I think I think Galant will will uh will have to throw Truba in on the second power play I just I have a feeling he's gonna do that but I mean True. we'll see with when Miller at least definitely for tonight because Miller's suspended still um but yeah yeah I think there's a lot of options there what about what about five on five Nick what do you think what do you think is Tarasenko's got to play with Kreider's advantage ad, right I do not think you split up that top line. I, I think – and I, so the top line, yeah, you have your Kreider, Zabadja, Tarasenko, then Panarin, Trocek, and uh, and Kane. Kane. Dude, you could put me on that freaking line, and, and Kane and Panarin will figure it out. All right? I, you Seriously, you could put anything with them. You're not splitting up the kid line. The fourth line is set in stone. But, like, to your guys' point, like, seriously, you could – out of the top nine, you could organize our top nine in any way you want. 
and it would compete with any top line, any top two lines in the entire NHL. And and to go back to the power play, the Rangers are so deep at forward and have so many good puck movers on defense. You could legitimately make three power play lines that could be top units. It's insane. It, it, like I don't, you know, the, the old saying, uh, you know, you never know when you're in the good when, when you're in the good old days till they're gone. Like we're in the good old days right now. We need to enjoy this because this yeah, is the most yeah. spoiled I've ever been in any dude. I watched the Giants win two Super Bowls. I watched the Mets make their World Series run. I watched the Rangers Cup run in all their conference finals runs. And never in my life have I felt more confident and felt I had more of a stacked roster ever than I do about this New York Rangers team today. It's insane. It's in it's it's nuts. I cannot believe it. Like Chris Drury, I he had that really rough start in the beginning. Really rough start. Ever since then. Money, money. The deadline, especially deadline. Jury is a different breed. How did he do? He got we got Tarasenko and Kane, and we didn't give up Brennan Othman. How we gave up more for Andrew Cop last year than we did for Patrick Kane. Just let that sink in. And Andrew Cop, no disrespect to him, he's a third line center. Like all these other GMs are throwing their draft picks and their prospects out like it's candy. Did you guys see that return for, for Tanner Janot? He got five picks and Cal Foot. What how do you how do you like rig a trade like that? Jury Jury must be some sort of negotiator, man. Like he's he must be some sort of sweet talker. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe he took some notes from uh when he was on the other end of the Buchnevich deal. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I actually think we might have given up more for Andrew Kopp as an individual than Kane and Tarasenko combined. What was the cop trade? A first? A second, Morgan Barron, and was there a fourth in there too? I think a fourth was fourth it was or a third. Yeah. So essentially, we give up for Patrick Kane. We give up a second, a third, and a fourth with the retained salary. For Tarasenko, we give up a first, a fourth, and Hunter Skinner. So you could you could almost make the debate that we give up the same for Andrew Cott than we did for Tarasenko and Patrick Kane. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Masterclass. I think for what the Rangers needed last year, though, they needed to improve five-on-five scoring, and they did do that. Getting Cop, Vetrano, and Tyler Mott really, really bolstered the middle six. We needed the middle six to get to get solidified. The, the, the top lines, Banajad, Kreider, Panarin, those guys were all, were all fine. And Strom, too, was, was playing fine, but then he kind of tapered off a little towards the end. But, you know, now we, like, we took a weapon and we made it even better, like, we're keep, we're using the kid line as as a stand like a, a a base point, right? Keep that those guys in line, and then just upgrade, get VZ and Goudreau out of the top six, and get them down to the bottom or to the fourth line. That is that's gonna be hell for teams to deal with. Like once you get through Zabanajad, then you have to deal with Panarin and Kane. Then if you're not dead yet, you got to deal with the kid line. Ridiculous. It's stupid. It. The boys, but the Rangers need to stay focused. They cannot just let it get to their heads and be like, oh, yeah, we got this in the bag. We got this in the bag. No, 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 no. You come to play the games. You don't come to watch. You come to play the games. Get on that ice. You do what you're supposed to do. I don't want to see any disappointment. The expectations are really high right now. Yeah. And I think I'm not even worried about that. They're all business. And I know that they'll get this done. And it's amazing to me that people still don't believe in us. They have opposing fans calling this a retirement home with guys like Tarasenko and Kane. I can't wait for them to light the lamp up against these rivals like the Devils and the Canes. I cannot wait for it because it's going to shut them up. And I can't wait for them to prove 
these people wrong that are still doubting us. And for the people that are saying, because I have people coming in my live streams nonstop, well, there's not enough grit in the lineup. Last year, we're, we're copying for Toronto some gritty guys that I didn't know about because I don't think they were gritty whatsoever. And you turned Strom in the Trocheck, who's more of a gritty player, if you want to talk adding sandpaper into the lineup. I think they're fine. And sandpaper is not what lost them the series last year against Tampa. And if you think that, then you need to rewatch that series and really check yourself it because I don't know if you understand the game of hockey if you think that that was the issue. Mm-hmm. Nick, what'd you think? What do you think? I, I, I agree with everything you said. It was not grit that lost. And and honestly, I I would I would almost make the case that we're grittier this year than we were last year. Nothing yep. against Justin Braun, but that dude was slow as molasses. And he you know he laid deep hits in the corner, but like Mikola on a nightly basis is running guys down. With the skating ability, not skating ability of Chandra Miller, but like a skating style similar to Miller, and that he's got these long strides. He gaps the defensive with the uh, the forechecking forward with his stick, and then shoves him to the boards, buries him every single time. Miller's playing like a man possessed some nights. I don't know. He got he became a physical specimen. Trochek over Strom every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. Goudreau's got a chip on his shoulder. Honestly, I, I think if if anyone's really worried about grit, then. I don't know. I, I think you're missing something. I mean, Frank Vitrano played hard last year. You know, he had his moments, but I would be significantly more afraid of this Rangers team than last year's Rangers team. And, and if grit your worry, uh, I don't know. It's just because we don't have Ryan Reeves. That's literally all oh, it is God. for these people. Oh, oh, oh no, yeah. not Ryan Reeves. Oh, God. Yeah, no. what as else much as I, with, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> as much as I love Reeves, uh, the, I think the grit idea, the grit concept is just you know, the players have to buy into it. Like, mm-hmm. they don't want – I think fans look at Austin Matthews and they look at him and, like, really, man, you can't stand up for yourself. Like, compare – I was talking about this on Senate Rice on the other show that I do on, on Tuesday. Compare Austin Matthews to Nathan McKinnon. What is the difference between, between them? They're both great players. Don't get me wrong. They both could score goals. They're both one of the top – like, top five players in the league. The difference is McKinnon will stand up for himself. Matthews will back down from a fight. That's what I think that's what people are looking for. The Rangers could could take care of themselves. Like I don't need to worry I don't need to worry about that anymore. Fox got got hit really hard in that game against uh, Detroit, I think, and he had two guys like go and or Panarin got hurt and Fox jumped right on top of the guy that hit hit um hit Panarin and Lindgren was in there too. Uh Trocheck gets hit in that game at the end of the game and Lafreniere is right there to step up and fight. That's that's what I'm talking about. Like the the I don't need I don't need like a designated fighter. I don't need Nick Delorier on this team or Ryan Reeves. I just need someone that is going to that is going to be willing to to drop the gloves at any given moment. But they have to be good at playing hockey. You know what I mean? Like this team is way too good to have scrubs on there now. Like this that's not what they need. They need, they need, if you want to talk about grit and sandpaper, get to the front of the net. That's what I'm talking about. Like, Kreider will do yep. that. Trocek's not afraid to get into the corners and fish out loose pucks. They won so many puck battles in that game against the Flyers last night. Why? Was it, be, was it because they had people throwing body checks? No, they like, it's just, like, they, I don't understand how people think, like, oh, you need big players to, to throw around the body or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's not why, like, Gauthier was a good player. He's bad. Like he read the plays well, stuff like that. You no, know, it comes down to more than that. I'm tired of that. This grit sandpaper. Yeah, Brady's I had somebody. 
I had somebody comment on my live stream the other day. I'd rather have Sammy Blay than Vladimir Tarasenko. Get out of here, man. This guy's just a troll then. There's no there's no actual actual way that that's possible. I want to know. I think Boomer Sison was picking on uh was picking on Tarasenko the other day. Uh, I want to I'd be interested to hear what he had to say after that game last night because he was he was dominant. He had a had a point on all three Rangers goals and uh that that shot, man. I've been trying to tell people he's going to heat up. Just give it time. Yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. Like, And to go back to the line combinations, too, like, they could, they could, if there, there's an issue, like, let's say the, it, the kid line's not working out anymore, they could, they could split those guys up. They could mix and match guys. They could put Heedle with Kane. Like, imagine that. Like, put Heedle with Patrick Kane, like, a guy he grew up watching. I was thinking, too, like, if you really wanted to make the three lines deep, Kako worked so well with Kreider and Zabajad, you could do that and throw Tarasenko on the third line with Hedo and Lafreniere. Does that make you want to vomit? Because it makes me want to vomit thinking about how great that could be. Right, you could mix and match the combinations so well there. Like, oh, my God. They, last night, at some point, they had Kako playing with Panarin, but that was, like, short-lived. They put the kid line back, and... Kid London, they did a good. They had a good game last. Night. I thought they played. I thought they played really well. I'm done looking at like, like the the analytics. I'm looking. I'm looking at how they play on the ice right now. Like that. The I think people were saying that Kreider's advantage at Tarasenko line wasn't good for the most of that game. Well, it turned good at the third period. So, I mean, I'm not. I won't. I won't say split it up. They got the win. I'm not going to argue with that, man. Yeah, well, people will just throw analytics around without knowing what it means. So that's what it is at the end of the day. Everyone will just because I saw someone say that Jesper Bratt's better than Artemi Panarin and some Rangers fans started arguing and he just throws a chart out. And it's like, do you know what anything in the chart means? Like that? <laughs> I really wonder if these people even know what anything in the chart means. They just throw it around. Just oh, Patrick Kane's watch. Here you go. Chart. Like, guys, just shut up. You guys know Corey Snyder. The the not the not the goaltender the guy who tracks who does the micro stats on Twitter, yeah he has a Pokemon in his his profile picture every, every all the time. But I was talking to him last week and he's saying the Rangers are like I like his stats because they they really really nail home like you have to watch to understand these kinds of stats. Like he watches every game and counts how many times a team will enter the offensive zone counts and then graphs it the rangers are one of the most balanced teams probably the most balanced team in the league on off the rush and the forecheck so in both areas they could they could they could do both like carolina is a heavy forecheck heavy team we know this from playing them last year still that style the rangers are good at forechecking and they could they could do damage off the rush like that's uh that is dangerous like last year remember how how much how much trouble we had last year with the team with five on five like it was like pulling teeth to to get some offensive zone time yeah and we now we now we got it man like this is this is dangerous now uh i just hope they don't drop the ball uh and and you know i don't i don't want to be disappointed but the expectations are really high man what yeah are- it sucks how deep the east is this year compared to last year because last year if they had this team going into the playoffs I mean, forget about it. Forget about it. I think we're talking right now about them at least being in the Stanley Cup Finals. Mm-hmm. Two of the top six teams from the uh, in the league are from the East, and they're going to get knocked out. 
one of Tampa, two of Tampa Bay, Toronto, the Rangers, or the Devils, and, and the Devils. Two of those teams is, is going home at, in the first round if the playoffs stay this way. Like, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that's going to be that way, but the East is just that stacked. And I just love how the East is making all these moves, and then you have Evgeny Dadanov in the West. <laughs> yeah, you guys saw that. That was uh, that was pretty. That was uh, a really funny tweet. I saw someone like put like, "Oh, here we go. We got uh, we got Meyer going in the Devils. We got Kane and Tarasenko going in the Rangers. All these moves in the East, and then here's what the West got. Uh, Getting that off. <laughs> oh man, I-, I can't believe that. Did you guys see the the Chikrin trade yesterday? That's nuts. They got they traded nothing for him. Yeah, that was. Yeah, exactly. Nick is That's... holding up a penny. <laughs> and we were waiting this long for that. That That's what we were waiting for. All this talk about Chikrin was for that. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Like, uh, that's a good move for Ottawa. What do you, Nick, what do you think? Like, you think Chikrin or Goche scores tonight? Like, this is, this is coming back to haunt us because Broussard's in the building, too. It's going to be Broussard's 1,000th game, man. You want to make some money tonight? Chikrin, Broussard, Gauthier, anytime goal scorer. Anytime. <laughs> anytime goal scorer. Take all three of them. Take all three of them. That's just, pretty good odds. That... the way it's going to go. The Rangers are going to win like 7-3, to three, but I promise you the three goals they score are going to be from those three. I was going to say. Cam Talbot gonna... assessed. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine? I was Dude, gonna... oh, hold on. That, that Chikrin train, trade bothered the life out of me. Because Arizona, do you remember the initial ask months ago? And we were like, wow, the Rangers might have a chance to get Chikrin. They'll cut his salary in half. This looks great. This will be awesome. Then it comes out, yeah, uh, they want two firsts, a young roster player, and a top prospect. And they walk away with a first and two seconds. One of the seconds could be a first. You, really? Yeah. Stick, my God. Sticking to your guns there, buddy old pal. Dude, like, and this is what, this is what pisses me off about GMs. A specific, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out the San Jose Sharks here for a second. The San Jose Sharks are going approximately nowhere, okay? They are arguably one of, if not the worst team in the league. They have one player that's worth a damn on their team who's having a season that is unlike any other he's had in the past half decade, and they won't take anything for this guy. They won't move him. I'm sorry. If I'm if I'm the San Jose Sharks, I am number one taking anything to get rid of Eric Carlson and his money because he's just rotting away here, and he's never going to duplicate this season. He'll be stuck with his money on the books, okay? And then you go over to Arizona, who has a guy with – two and a half years left, who's making pennies on the dollar as it is. You can cut his salary in half and make it even more pennies on the dollar, and you trade him for virtually nothing. The, the, here, the Rangers gave up more for a rental on Andrew Kopp than the Arizona Coyotes got for a 25-year-old defense. Uh, sorry, a 24-year-old defenseman who was only eight points beneath being a point per game in a season where you are the worst offensive team in the league, and you guys took a first two seconds for him. How like how are these GMs? How, how are some of these guys millionaires? How are they in hockey? It just... I, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm sorry. It really pissed me off because I just it just did not make any sense to me. That's, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. That's why know. That's why when people say like, oh, you gave too many years to Barkley Goudreau, you'll never be able to move that contract. Who, what are you talking Watch about? Me. Yeah, you will because there's Watch so me. many dumb GMs in the league. They'll take <laughs> yes. it because they're looking – they're old school mentality. They see Barkley Goudreau. Oh, this guy is a gritty guy. He'll fit mm-hmm. in on my third line. No offense to Barkley Goudreau. I love him. Love him. I think he's a great player. Good for the Rangers. Uh, shout out to AK Goudreau. Um, but the, <laughs> but that's what it, the NHL GMs are are stupid. They they don't they're not the smartest in the world. Not all of them, unless you're Iserman, Chris Drury. Somebody was willing <laughs> to take Patrick Nemeth. Like I know he gave up assets, but it was Patrick Nemeth. Mm-hmm. The only thing that he did for the Rangers was try to kill Igor Shosturkin by throwing <laughs> opposing players into him. That's all he did. How about the oh, fact yeah. that he even gave Nemeth a three-year contract to begin with? Like, there you go. There, that's another. Oh. That's another. That's another like F grade in in Jury's book. Like, he hasn't been completely perfect, but he's been. Oh, he was awesome. oh, he's been more than you could ask for, really. Like, Jury is a great executive. He's a great player on the mm-hmm. ice, great captain, and he's an even better general manager. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy for for him. I, I'm I'm glad these moves are are. He was able to come up with these. I have faith in him. I don't know why people are like, "Oh, we can't, we can't do anything." This this cloud show from from Connecticut, Trumbull, Connecticut's <laughs> not gonna do anything. Like, oh, go make it. a trade. Like, no, no. In jury, we trust, man. In jury, we trust. Like, this guy is has been great. You can't complain about him. And if the Rangers do need to make like a trade where they have to move a bad contract, let's say, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but let's say they do. Drury, I have all the faith in the world that he'll be able to do it and, you know, get something back at least. Like, if he has to trade Goudreau, I don't have any worries that a team will take that contract. And I think Drury will be able to sweet-talk them and get something good back for, for Goudreau. Like, that's... I could agree with that. Yeah, that's something That's something really important um, if the Rangers... If salary comes, comes an issue. I cannot look past the season right now, though. I'm too damn excited. Patrick Kane is a Ranger. Patty Kane, the Patrick Kane, the one and only. Um, and I know some, I know people, you know, don't like him as a person, but like as a player, just like for so many fans, people idolize this guy. Like hockey players love this person, love, love this player. Sorry, this player. Let me be specific about that. Patrick Kane is going to the Hall of Fame. Like this is, people look up to, to him as a player. Hockey players, young and old they want to be like him they want to do patrick kane things like i was watching his highlights last night spinorama backhanders backhand passes and stuff like that crazy all this all this stuff like this is this is this is what people wanted to see i I can't believe it happened yeah and i love the way stat boy steven puts it you upgraded from jake lecision to patrick kane just let that sink in (laughs) let it sink in you essentially yeah. did that. And there's still people saying that this was a dumb move. 
it's yeah. beyond me. I saw people say the VZ extension was a dumb move. Paying fourth liners in advance was a dumb move. Really? Damn near league minimum is a dumb move for two years. Really? Really? Like, I, I don't understand some people sometimes. Like, but, but that Ryan yeah. Reeves extension worked out great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I miss Revo. I, I wish, like, I wish we could, like, just take, like, a voice. Like, I have, have a spirit, like, like, right here. And just, like, talk down to the Rangers or whatever. Like, then you wouldn't have to pay anything. Oh man. Uh but yeah, the 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 Kane stuff has just been has been has been nuts. Uh I can't believe they, they actually made it work out. I I really, really can't. But all the loops they had to go through too is just all this crap the NHL is throwing at them, like and I think I think Chris Drury and the Rangers over the past week with the last two games, they're just giving a big middle finger to Gary Bettman by saying, like, all right, you want to deplete our roster, you wanna put a hard salary cap on us? All right, so not only we're we gonna do that, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work around that. Trade for Patrick Kane with peanuts, give up peanuts, and we're gonna win these games with like half our roster on the sidelines. The cap gymnastics are unreal. Yeah, big, I, I haven't seen anything like it. Big big middle finger. Like they were just talking about how like contracts that like Voracek's contract or Shea Weber's contract, like they're gonna keep an eye on that. And what did Columbus do? What did Arizona do? They just traded for Voracek's contract to get to the salary cap floor. And nobody said anything about it. So, like, what is what was the purpose of that statement that you made either yesterday or the day before? Like, are you actually tracking? Are you actually tracking the league? Or, like, all these things? Or are you just, you, you like, pick and choose which ones you want to do? Like, I, I don't get it. It, it. it doesn't make much sense to me. Um, yeah, like... Gary Bettman, get it together, man. Get it together. Raise the salary cap. Get rid of the salary cap. No salary cap. Just do a soft cap, dude. Like, if you want to penalize teams for for spending over the cap, make them pay, like, a luxury tax or something stupid like that. If these other owners don't want to spend, they're not going to spend. There's a salary cap in place. And like you just said, the Arizona Arizona Coyotes literally traded for Jacob Voracek because they haven't spent enough money. So the cap is not influencing other teams to spend it's 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 pushing other teams away from spending which in turn hurts the players it's just the dumbest thing in the freaking world mm -hmm. it's it's very it's very frustrating honestly i think the mlb has it perfect they have the service time system and then they have their soft salary cap and i think other teams should be taking note and doing the same thing or, or honestly how about this if you want to instead of affecting the uh, the pockets of the owners here you can go over the salary cap but you then forfeit a first round pick or forfeit a second round pick or something like that but you're putting barriers in the way from players playing arguably the most expensive sport in the world getting paid the least by any major sport by a lot like Pasternak has signed an 11.25 million dollar extension okay great so he's gonna be in the MLB he's a guy coming off the bench or in the NBA he's literally a bench player like sick mm -hmm. sick I, mm -hmm. I don't know it's just it's very I I know they're still millionaires and we shouldn't feel bad for them. And I'm not saying I feel bad for them, but I also think it's just ridiculous that some of these owners are making money hand over fist while the players are just so screwed by the hard cap. It's just, it's frustrating. It's, it's yeah, actually. I hope MLB doesn't implement some sort of salary cap because I know there's been talks recently of that. But it like, it would be the worst thing that ever happened for me. I wonder why. I wonder why all of a sudden the MLB wants a salary cap. <laughs> I really wonder if only why. Only there was a certain owner. <laughs> 
Um, not named George Steinbrenner. <laughs> <laughs> right, because when he did it, it was fine, right? Signed John Carlos Stanton for $8 billion. But hold on. The Mets signed Scherzer and Verlander. Put the bus in stop. Nope. Cannot have that. Nope. All right. All right. Steve How Jones dare you it. spend money? How dare you? You asshole. Yeah. But God, with the NHL, know. it all comes down to viewership. Like, we have got to get more people to, to watch hockey. Like, to go to hockey games. Like, everybody I've talked to for, like, school and stuff, like, to try and, you know, do write papers on, like, why viewership is down reportedly is saying you need to you need to get people to go to the game. It's not about blackouts and stuff like that. You got to get people to go to those games. Like I went to the game last night. Vivid Seats took me up. Like I'll, I'll let me tell the story first. So like me and my friend, who's a Flyers fan, Noah, uh, he got us tickets. It was Section One Eleven for one hundred four dollars for each ticket, including fees. Right then. Yesterday morning, we got an email saying that there was something wrong with the order. It was not processed or something like that. So we called Vivid Seats. We're on the phone for like an hour, uh, getting placed on hold, transferred. And we're told, all right, the tickets didn't go through. Like, we don't have the tickets, but we could give you something else. So right then and there, I'm like, man, are they just like going to make us pay for this too? And so we asked, and they're like, oh, no, we'll cover the cost. So we literally took section 114, which were tickets valued at $450, and they they gave them to us. They gave them to us. Like, I'm definitely going back to Vivid Seats next time, that's for sure. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, the, that, those seats there, going to the game is what makes people get into hockey. Like, there were people in my section that were like, oh, I've never been to a hockey game before. Like, I've never... I've never seen this before, but they were getting into it, like the the hits, the the puck movement, stuff like that. The offense is just it's so smooth. That's what people need to see. Like it's better to go to a game than to watch it on TV. If you're gonna get into hockey, start by going to a hockey game. And it infuriates me that they spent all this money on the ESPN TNT deal, and like there's just still no coverage of hockey on ESPN. Like you go to ESPN's YouTube channel, it's all Oh, LeBron this, LeBron that, Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that, Stephen A. Smith yelling about Tom Brady. Like, Oh, what's Aaron Rodgers up to today? Is he going to go to the Jets or not? <laughs> yeah, it's like they repeat the same stories when you could be talking about other stories, whether it's baseball or hockey, and people would actually be interested. And it just blows my mind. Like they all this money on the ESPN deal, and it's just been a complete waste. But I think I think people actually listen to that stuff. Like, why would why would they do it? it? Why would they keep doing the same stuff over and over again if it wasn't bringing in the views? Like, because hey, I think I think they don't do it because hockey doesn't get the views. But like, if you give it the exposure, then it will. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to start somewhere. We got to get people to go to to go to these games. Like, the the tickets are way too expensive, though. That's just. I, yeah, I, yeah. It's just they're they're really expensive. It's it's hard. It's hard. Did you guys hear about the the, the new MSG Plus streaming service? I'm definitely getting that. What's that no. about? Okay, so I'll I'll explain it. So MSG, uh, MSG Plus is the direct to consumer version of MSG Network. So, uh, if you're a cord cutter, you're gonna you could you could pay twenty nine ninety nine a a month, uh, to get. The Knicks, the Rangers, the Devils, Islanders, all those teams uh, to get the channel. Just 
just the channel itself. Um, and this is where teams are starting to like the league is sports is starting to go is this you know having these packages like Paramount Plus or Disney Plus these bundles because people literally just watch have cable just to watch one or two channels like I only watch the Mets really I don't have MSG on on Xfinity anymore because they they don't have it uh, so this is something that I'm going to do I'm going to use I'm going to to pay whatever it is to to watch the Rangers. And I think people in New York definitely will because a lot of people have Comcast and Comcast doesn't carry MSG in, in the New York area. So it's, it's, uh, they're rolling it out in the summer, direct to consumer product. They'll have streaming and stuff like that. If you, I think if you have, if you have cable TV and your thing has uh, MSG, you get MSG plus for free. You'll get, I think there's some extra, extra content in there, but, uh, they they really should go balls to the wall with that. Like I I would want to see documentaries. Like I want to see practices. I want to see like those prospect games, like the Traverse City tournament. They won't do that. I know they won't do that, but uh, it should. Yeah, that would be cool if they did something like that. They gotta just market the damn team. The NHL is just they might be the worst marketing organization in the history of marketing. It's. T- the fact that the, the most intriguing personality in the entire NHL is Brad Marchand and his remarks on Twitter and Instagram. That is awful. Like, that's the most interesting part about it. Like, if you do not watch hockey, the only thing you might know about it is Connor McDavid's the best player in the league. Oh, there's that Sidney Crosby guy and that Russian dude that's missing teeth. Oh, and then there's that short dude with a big nose that just makes fun of people on Twitter. It's about <laughs> it. That's seriously, that's like, it's about it. Yeah. It's so frustrating. I like what you said, though, about the direct-to-consumer stuff, and that could work. But you got to... Give more incentive. The MSG, I don't even know if they still do it. They used to do the MSG vault. Well, they'd show old clips of players you might have forgotten about or players like, oh, you know what? I never got to see Phil Esposito playing a Ranger jersey. And then there's clips of Phil Esposito, clips of the gag line, clips of Brian Leach playing college hockey. Like, like stuff like that that people are interested in. People will sit for hours and hours and hours and watch old clips of NFL highlights from the 70s, 80s, 90s. Same thing with the NBA, even baseball. But the NHL makes no effort to give any content like that at all. And if anything, they suppress their players. I feel like sometimes the players are afraid to speak out, speak their own opinion, and just, I don't know, just be themselves. Like, it's so devoid of personality. It doesn't make it interesting. And if you're a fan trying to get into a sport and you look at the NBA where there's a controversy every single night that makes you like, wow, these guys went at it. I want to watch the next game. You know, they're not even going to throw a punch and you're going to watch the next game. Meanwhile, if there's a beef in the NHL, these guys are literally taking off their gloves and punching each other in the face repeatedly. If you cannot market that at the bare minimum, then you're just failing as an organization. And it's a sick joke. Look no further than the All-Star game this year. Like, Oh, my God. Just stop. That was awful. That was seriously the worst. It didn't even make sense. They jumped from event to event like this. No one had a clue what the hell was going on. And it was so boring. And that, that event they had with the goalie shooting the puck, oh it took God. me like five, ten minutes to figure out what the <laughs> fuck was going on. Like, I I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Like, they read the rules and I still was confused. Yeah, and then it, I was like, oh, okay, so you get X amount of points, X amount of players go if the goalie scores. Okay, but it took me like 10 minutes to figure that out. It was all over the place, that thing. Like, the dunk contest thing was cool. Like, all those specialty events they have, like the the one in St. Louis where they shot the pucks from like the, from the, the, yes. the stand mm-hmm. onto the ice, that was freaking cool. 
the the one where in Vegas where they they shot the puck into like the little platforms on the water that was sick. Mm-hmm. The dog take I thought that was cool. Do more of that stuff. Why are yeah. we putting golf? Yeah, that golf, golf? thing. <laughs> like I understand. Yeah, that's what hockey players do in the off season. They always talk about golf because it's like a like a high class sport or something like that. And the whole thing is that it's Florida. I think that's the other reason why. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to be like, oh, golf. You associate Florida with golf. People go there to golf, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, still, it's just so stupid. Bring it's, back the fantasy draft, man. Like, that yes, was... yes. Oh my yes. god. And then you had dead content too with the golf thing because you have them walking. And you're just mm-hmm. doing these random interviews that nobody gives a crap about. It's like no one. I don't care what Nick Suzuki has to say about this golf thing. Like, shut up. You want a you want a hundred dollar gift card to Chipotle? What are you gonna <laughs> yeah. do now? You don't have Chipotle, Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, um, well, thanks for the time. Let's go back to you, PK. Oh God, it's <laughs> stupid. That might have been like the biggest like professional sporting event of all time. It was so bad that I, I love the hardest shot competition more than anything in the world. I stopped watching before they even got to that. And I watched that every single year. It's my favorite event. I did not even care to stay and watch. The events of old were so much better, too. Like, the team mm-hmm. competition was 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 cool because there was, yes. like, different – like, they were going back and forth to different things, like, one event to the next, like, before even finishing it. If you want to do something where it's like you're doing one thing to the next, go back to that. Do the team competition where you have Patrick Kane skate through a bunch of pucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, – one of the defensemen go skate through the, the Gatorade bottles. And then like you have an accuracy shooter. Like that was sick. The mini, the mini nets too, with the, with the little bar. Those are awesome. Mm-hmm. Henrik Sedin used to kill that thing. And the breakaway challenge is just odd to me too. Like, and then Mitch Marner not scoring on Roberto Longo. Like, mm-hmm. that, like that was the biggest highlight of, of your all-star weekend oh, yeah, is Mitch cool. Marner not scoring on Roberto Luongo. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Who cares? that's the other one. Like that one, that one used to be my favorite competition because you would always see skill involved. Now it's just props. Like mm-hmm. they took the prop idea and took it way too far. Well, dude, like, they it, had like one shooter or the two shooters and then they just went to a whole nother event and just left it. Like, yeah. I understand dressing up as like, as like Happy Gilmore, but mm-hmm. if you're going to do that, do something cool. Like, don't take a, yeah. a, a club and put the puck into a net. Mm-hmm. Like, when at least when Subban dressed up as Yager, he did some some yes. crazy, like, some crazy moves or whatever. Or the Zegers one last year. Dude, like, that it's was funny. Cool. Dude, the skills competition last year, I thought was one of the best ones they ever did. And they just followed up with the worst one ever. Well, Zegers pulled on a show in that one. Oh. Like, a lot of that was just, like, a lot of, like, I didn't think, whatever Zegers did was was cool. And then Kachuk, <laughs> I thought Kachuk should have won. Like, yeah, he put he he like threw the puck in the air with his hat mm-hmm. or something like that. He was like twisting his stick or something like I can't remember what it was, but it was something crazy. That, yeah, Jack that Hughes one was cool with the kid. That was cool too. Yeah, that that one was all right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, better than better than what we got this year. Which we, was, I mean, this year I'm cutting different events, like just yeah. jumping around, just ruin the entire thing. It was just like couldn't follow it. I was so thrown off with the fastest skater competition. It's like, all right, we have our finalists. Now we'll we'll come back to this later tonight. You'll do we, what now? We didn't even talk about like the dumbest thing that happened in All Star Weekend. You had Matt Beneers, who was supposed to be there, and then. The whole yes. rule that you need one player on each team is a thing, but then nobody from the Kraken mm-hmm. replaced them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! It's like, I, I thought you had a rule. 
Yeah. Do you know what actually would be interesting if they actually made instead of monetary incentives? Because for the, some of these guys, it really doesn't matter. Like, listen, what what did Suzuki win? Uh, what what was the gift card to Chipotle? It was it was virtually nothing. It was something that I could win an auction at, at Dick's Sporting Goods if I wanted. Like, <laughs> like if you made an incentive based, like, hey, if you're the MVP of skills competition or MVP of the All Star game, your team, like your the physical team you play for, let's say let's play pretend, let's say Zabanajad wins Player of the Game, the Rangers as an organization get an incentive. That might that might inspire the players to do more than them getting something as an individual. Because hockey players are very team based. Like, oh wow, if I do this, I can do it for my team. You might incentivize them. I know the MLB All Star Game isn't like taken super seriously, but there is like there is a reward for it, isn't it? The winning the winning uh, conference uh, is the home team for the World Series, right? Is that they not, used is that to do that? It's not that a thing anymore. MLB, they, oh, that's stupid. Yeah. But either way, but like, the, if you're worried about guys trying or making it interesting, give them actual team based incentives that will affect the actual league or the team itself, and I guarantee you, you will get results. Because if, if you're gonna if you're gonna bribe a guy who's making seven sheets a year with a hundred dollar gift card to Chipotle, where there's not even a Chipotle within a hundred miles of where he plays, you're gonna get nowhere fast. <laughs> My God, yeah, like the, the marketing so thing. There's so like, much. Oh, they, go to Chipotle, sick. Like, look at. I think the Rangers are doing a fine job right now. Like, you need to be here. You need to. Mm-hmm. Every ad I get on YouTube is mm-hmm. you need to be here at the Garden. The tickets are damn expensive. They're yeah. not cheap. Three hundred dollars for like the cheapest tickets. I think Kyle That's Hall, true. my buddy, is uh, he's Broadway Hot Podcast. He said standing room tickets are like two hundred dollars. Yeah. Dude, it's ridiculous. I know why they, see- they have had Kane go wait for his debut for tonight so they could jack up the prices. Dude, the <laughs> seats that we had were I, I looked this morning were like four hundred and seventy five dollars a piece. And we had the damn bridge right in front of us. Yeah. Mayhem. Who's gonna dude, who's like who like gets gets off work? Goes home to their kid after working a you know a twelve hour shift. Like, hey, you want to go blow all of our money and watch a Ranger game so I can go drink a thirty five dollar beer? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we're good. Hey, son, why don't you plop your ass in front of the TV and let's go watch the Ranger game at home? And but people peace. buy the tickets though. Like, it it's sells amazing. out, dude. It's, it sells out. It's insane. I I know it's minor league hockey, but I live in Charlotte. Okay, the Charlotte Checkers. They're a minor league team. They. The way they market and sell out a minor league game every single night. If you wanted to go to see a Charlotte Checkers game, you need to buy a damn ticket online because you're not going to get it in office. It sells out like that because they're so good at marketing. And this is an AHLT, a minor league team, and they're selling out. And they're getting fa- like people. like They have their programs where they have the little kids skate on the ice. They have open events at the, at the Bojangles Coliseum where they play. Like There is no reason NHL teams cannot replicate what a minor league team can do. It just it blows my freaking mind. I, I think don't that's, know. I think that's where people need to start if we're gonna get people to start watching hockey. Start Seriously. with minor league, like the AHL, ECHL, because yes. like, the tickets are dirt cheap, right? Like pennies. Dude, my brother and I sat front row. We we bought these tickets by accident. We thought we were sitting in the nosebleeds. We sat right behind the Wolfpack bench. Side note: <laughs> It was Brendan Smith's first game with the Wolfpack years ago. Funny enough, that that was the game. But they were, I think, was it $8 or $9? Dude, it was ridiculous. It was less than $10, and we were right behind the Wolfpack bench. We showed the usher, like, hey, can you just show us where this is? He goes, yeah. Boom. I was expecting him to turn. I'm like, yeah, all the way up there, jerk, right up there. All right there, poor boy. No, 
right behind the damn bench. Why can NHL teams not sell out when minor league teams, the checkers aren't even really that good. If minor league teams can do it, why can't an NHL team, you have the best hockey players in the whole world, the masters of their craft, and you can't fill seats, whether the team sucks or not. If you can't fill seats, that is on you. You're in the entertainment business. Entertain. Yeah. Yeah, the so, Islanders charge like $10 for tickets, and they can't even sell out the games. They're selling tickets. That, well, I don't know if they do it anymore, but when I was still living in New York, when they were at uh, uh, Barclays Center, they were selling tickets at 7-Eleven on the grab-and-goes, right next to the Xbox Gold gift cards. <laughs> sell out. Like, what are we doing here? You guys, like, your owner is a billionaire, and you can't convince 10, 15,000 people in a city of millions to show up and watch your team play, suck or not. Come on. Like at that point, I'd rather sell hundred dollar tickets for ten dollars and make make money on concessions than than but then block people from entering the game because they don't want to pay seventy five dollars to watch my shitty team play. Well, like the, just fill the damn seats, figure it out. It's money. Money is money is money. I think Chris Drury has figured that out. Like it, yeah. it's just the the product on the ice is so damn good. It, oh, hundred percent. You know, like that. That's why people are gonna go to, to the game. Uh, I would go, but it's just. It's not in the cards for me. I don't have that much money. <laughs> I got to go, go to Florida in a couple of weeks, man. I just spent so much money on that. <laughs> oh, not a big girl. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Sorry. I'll watch. I'll watch at home. <laughs> with 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 uh with MSG Go, which is not even from my account. It's my cousin's account because I don't have <laughs> another cable company here. <laughs> so wait. So is, so is this MSG Plus? Is this an extension of MSG Go, or is this a separate thing altogether? Separate thing altogether. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So like, you don't need to have a, a cable subscription to get it. As long as MSG is in your region, then you could get it. So there's not going to be blackouts or anything, right? Because that no, would be a pain in the shouldn't butt. Shouldn't be. There shouldn't be any blackouts. That's another stupid thing. The freaking blackout rule. Yeah. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing in the world. I I actually I I did do some investigation. And like from school, like a paper I was writing, it was like the the teams do lose a lot of money. Like they lose more money than they could bring in if they didn't have those blackouts because uh, they're taking away from like if you have a game huh. on NHL Network and on MSG, let's say the Rangers would be losing money from if they did if they did put it in like New Jersey, like in like where I live. If it was on NHL Network and I got to see it. My money goes towards NHL Network, not to MSG. But think about how many people in the area would be doing that that don't have MSG. You know, that's that's what it is. And it's like, all right, yeah, as a business, I could understand why it's like that. It just sucks that there's no alternative to it. Fire stick. Yeah, yeah, fire <laughs> stick. There you go. Yeah. Boys, it was a pleasure. Uh, this has gone long enough. We we're super excited. We went on a rant about how the NHL needs to do a better job marketing. Uh, the yeah. Rangers are doing a fine job of marketing the damn selves. Mm -hmm. Like, this is unbelievable, this team that they have put together. Uh, final thoughts before we wrap it up. Let's go win a cup. Hells yes. Let's Hells do yes. it. You heard it here first. March 2nd, Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. This is the year, boys. This is the year. Let's go. Hey Rangers fans, thank you so much for listening to the Ice Cold Takes podcast this week. Make sure you follow at Ice Cold Takes Pod on Twitter to stay up to date with the latest Rangers info. See you all next week. Time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.
No! 